Welcome back. My name is Jimmy, and I am here with a special guest, my guy Ian. Um, Ian, go ahead and introduce yourself to the to the people here, man, and let them know what's up. Um, yeah, my name's Ian uh, from Fort Worth, Texas, college basketball player. Yes, sir. And um, today we're gonna talk about your journey a little bit. We're gonna talk about some hoops, of course, because this is something. We talk about going way back, high school, middle school, whatnot. We just have hoops conversations like it's nothing. I decided to bring it on the podcast. So we're going to talk about hoops and everything that comes with it, your journey a little bit. And then we're going to talk about kind of like the mind, um, the mindset heading into it, the the journey of it all. And yeah, but I want to go ahead and get a little bit of background into your journey, man. Um, obviously, I know a good amount of stuff, but there's some stuff that, um, I haven't really been caught on yet. So give us a, give us a little update, man. Um, well, update, um, in the portal, uh, my school actually shut down. So I saw that bro. Yeah. So right now I'm just finding the school, um, got a few offers. Uh, so, so just, you know, praying and hoping that more will come as time goes on. But, uh, yeah, man, just keeping my head down, you know, steady working, um, sticking to the process, you know, staying true to myself. Tell the, tell the audience how you got to this point, because the school we went to is not conducive to people playing, um, high college sports. So, start from start from there um well honestly it was like it was it was pretty rough like you know um i only played two years of varsity basketball and it was my freshman year my varsity quote unquote yeah varsity quote unquote so um yeah like we just uh well i um just really loved basketball so much that i couldn't have it i couldn't just you know have it in that high school so um you know Thank God I had it. We had a uh, well. No, you were you were already in college my senior year, but we had a um, a former college coach uh, come down. He was our he was the head coach of our team, and mm -hmm. um, he he saw me and he believed in me enough where he he vouched for me to a to a JUCO coach. So went and played JUCO ball, but even throughout high school when I wasn't playing for the school, um, we were. I mean, me and you were just gym rats. Um, breaking into gyms and you know getting it in that was we was in we were in tcu's gym almost every shout other out night. to desmond bain yeah shout out to desmond <laughs> bain uh Cambridge williams led us in the gym a few times yeah like, you know, so we were around some like some real guys uh one of my best friend angus mcwilliam he plays uh in the nbl right now he kind of took me under his wing too and i was just you know focusing and uh seeing how how he played and what he worked on and it just made me fall in love with the game so much. I, I just was obsessed and I, I couldn't let it just stop at, at 12th grade and just, you know, go on to college or just be a student. You know, I had to play college basketball. So that was that was really it. I was just bouncing around from gym to gym, steady falling in love with the game. I fall in love with the game more and more every day. So, yeah. Talk to me about the obsession of being a basketball player and trying to be a a good to great basketball player because a lot of people just do it just because that's what's destined for them not necessarily because that's what they truly love to do day in and day out 
for you, obviously, it's a passion of yours. It's something you was going to do regardless, right? So talk about the obsession and the dedication that it has, that it takes to, to kind of go through that grind and go through that whole process. Um, it, it's, it's hard, honestly. Uh, cause I mean, there's, there's some days where your jumper's not falling or, um, there's some days where the, the ball's bouncing off your Nikes and you just feel like it's just not for you today. So like, you really have to be dedicated and just know it's just another day. Um, I, I really like that part of the process because, um, when, when I see myself struggling, I know I'm getting better because it's, it's, I'm taking myself out of my comfort zone. Um, so that, that made me really become obsessed with the game is just the fact I can see myself getting better. I feel myself getting better. And then, um, like every, every time I come back home or even every time I go back to school, people I would struggle against, you know, offensively or guarding them on the defensive end, it's not as hard as it was, or, I mean, you know, I could say it's easy, you know? Um, so yeah, that, that part of just the game is, uh, of the development and the, that's the biggest part of the game is the development. And I, I became obsessed with that. And, and then, um, aside from being a player, I also coach. So seeing kids develop, uh, it, it makes my day, you know, seeing a, seeing a kid, um, who couldn't do a jump stop at day one. And now he can jump stop through traffic when it comes to day 15. Yeah, and then finish with contact through traffic at day thirty. It makes, I mean, it it makes me feel, you know, feel better than anything. You know, that that makes me feel better than anything on the world is seeing a kid develop and, and fall in love with the game because I'm already in love with it. But uh, you know, that that part of the process, just getting better every day, especially like when you put the work in and you put the net, like when you put the actual necessary work in to get better and you notice it. And then when you see other people notice it too, and you become a threat, uh, it it just it just does something to me, man. Like I I love it. So yeah, that's that's what that's that's why I'm obsessed with basketball. Is literally I'm I'm just getting better, and I love getting better. Yeah. With your process, you started out at Fort Scott, I believe. Yes, sir. And then, where else have you been? Because you you have been at a couple places now. Yeah. So I went to Fort Scott and um red shirted my freshman year uh it was a stat class um and i was a kobe year too so we had a lot of you know d1 juco transfers come in and it was it was a pretty it was pretty tough um so I and 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 let me let me stop you right there because i want to say that for the people that don't know Fort scott is one of the best juco schools in terms of sports basketball and football i just want to, to throw that out there but so it was it was tough um, and we actually won the championship that year. Um, yeah, so I played there. The The coach ended up clearing house. Um, so I had to find a new home. Me and my two teammates from Fort Scott ended up finding a home in Minnesota. Uh, played there for uh, for a year. Had some pretty good numbers. Got some looks. Uh, ended up at Greenville University. Did, the system really didn't fit me that well. Um, you know, liked it up there, but... I mean, as far as what I want to do, as far as being a, you know, I want to be a professional ball player at the end of the day, just didn't see, see that in my future. If I stayed at Greenville, um, great, great coaching staff, great team, um, just wasn't my fit, you know? So I ended up transferring to Madai. They took me in and, you know, we were planning on having a, 
having a hell of a year next year, but ended up getting canceled. So, <laughs> but yeah, it was, that was, that was probably, that was a great team. I was, I was a part of for that semester. Talk about the Juco lifestyle, the lower division lifestyle, man, because obviously it's a lot more challenging than a D1 lifestyle in a lot of respects. So go ahead and talk to me about like the day-to-day -day grind when it comes to Juco. Take us inside a day in the life of a Juco athlete. Um, It's hard. Uh, <laughs> I mean... You you wake up you wake up about well my JUCO at Kansas um we woke up at about six thirty had to be at breakfast at seven o'clock every day except uh, Saturdays and Sundays so every weekday we had to be at um at breakfast check and we had to eat uh you get to class before you go to class you got to turn in your phone um to the coach so you can you can be locked into your class uh you have class well I had class from about nine to one o'clock um. From nine to one, you might have a little time in between your uh, in between weights or or film if it's during the season. Because uh, JUCO, you can you can practice year round. You're not supposed to, but most JUCOs do. Uh, so you might have a little bit of time. I had about an hour. Weight started at two. I got out of class at one. So I would get to uh, I would get to weights. You'd lift, go in the locker room, change to your practice stuff, and we hit practice for about two hours, two, three hours, depending on how the coach felt. And um yeah, that was that was every day. Every day. And it was it was tough. And um like at, at that time, me being 18, um, I you know, I kind of ran a show in high school. So, you know, I'm not saying I would pull a iris in and show You ran the show, bro. Just say it. Just say it. <laughs> Like I, I, uh, you know, being on such a tight schedule, it was kind of like I was in the military, you know, um, it, everything was, you show up five minutes early, five to 10 minutes early. If you're on time, you're late. Um, you go in, you, you give everything you have. If, if someone senses that you're, you're kind of half doing it, oh, they'll chill you out because we're, we're, we're trying to build a, a championship, a championship culture. So it was tough because I wasn't used to it. So it, it broke me the first semester. Um, the set and the at the winter break, I was thinking about transferring. I, I didn't want to come back because I didn't think I was mentally prepared for it. But, you know, my parents ended up talking me into just going and it ended up turning out good for me. Uh, I might yeah. not play, but I became that that difference between me uh, at 18 and at 19. I mean, it's only a year, but it's a night and day difference between the type of player I was, you know, and I, I felt like I came back bigger, faster, stronger, and just really knowing the game, not compared to what I know now, but knowing the game inside and out. Uh, and it, it helped me a lot. It helped me a lot. It broke. It, Juco, Juco's definitely break you down and build you up. That's, yeah. that's definitely what it is. Definitely. I, I think that's probably the best way to say it. But talk about how it's okay for – a certain player to go the Juco route or D2, D3, because I feel like with a lot of people, their ego gets into the way or just peer pressure or the environment around them doesn't allow for them to make the decision that's best for them. And they feel like they have to make a certain decision based on what are these people going to think? How are these people going to feel? Um, their ego getting hurt. Talk about, how sometimes it's just cool to put the ego aside and to just do what's best for you, even though you might not like it. Uh, yeah. I mean, 
every everybody, you know, when you first pick up the ball and uh however old you are, um and you wanna you you only picked up the ball because you saw somebody in your family do it, or like me, I saw Dwayne Wade when in 2006, 2007, and that was my favorite player. That was my first NBA jersey. Um I saw him do it and then started seeing my brother do it and but I always wanted to be that guy on the TV. So, but yeah. everybody can be that guy on the TV, you know? But yeah, you got to put your pride to the side and just realize that there's a blessing in front of you, you know? Um a lot of people in this, you know, who play well, who play high school basketball aren't blessed enough to play college basketball. And it's unfortunate because I know a lot of guys who are talented and that could play college basketball at a pretty high level. They just didn't get the necessary, uh, the necessary, um, what, what word am I looking for? Um, oh man, is I'm drawing a blank, but they didn't get the push or yeah, uh, resources. resources. Yeah. They didn't have the resources to, to college coaches. Like I, I barely had the resources, um, to play college, ba- to c- play college basketball. I just lucked up. Um, so yeah, I mean, if you have that opportunity, don't don't say no to a D two or a D three or an NAI or a JUCO just because you feel like you deserve D one. <laughs> um, take take the chance in front of you and make the most of it. And who knows? I mean, you could you could rip it up at a D three, enter the portal, and now you're at a D one. I mean, Duncan Robinson played four years at a D three at a D three. Um, and took a grady or at a D one, and now we see where he's at. He's in the Eastern Conference Finals. Yeah, I mean, you know, you just got to take the chance in front of you and make the most of it. Uh, don't, don't ever, don't ever spoil or you know not take an opportunity because you feel you're too good for it. The the worst thing that can happen is you say if you take the opportunity, you can say I did it. You know, um, and no one can say, well, you should have did this. I mean, I did it. So, I mean, it's right. better than saying no, I didn't. I didn't take it. You know, I felt like I was too good for it. Now, now, like I say, you're at home working at at Amazon, which nothing's wrong with working at Amazon if that's the only option you had. But if you could have played college ball, I'd rather play college ball than just, you know, work a nine to five because I, I love college basketball. It's, there's no feeling like it. So, yeah, if you have an opportunity in front of you, take it and make the most of it and, and don't look back. I would say, man, just anyone out there that's listening to this do not block your blessings when it comes to certain opportunities and certain things in life because opportunities pop up for a reason um they're there for you to take they're there for you to kind of just follow the journey because you might not see the vision that is being laid in front of you but it's there you know there's the the light is at the end of the tunnel you might not see it right now but is there if you are willing to take this certain route that you might not want to take. So that that's kind of what I tell people just in anything in life, honestly, when it comes to um, opportunity. But you talked about how living day by day in your journey is a big thing that you stand by. Just go deeper into that and letting people know how important it is to stay in the moment let them know how important it is to control what you can control and things of that nature just in life in general yeah man i mean you can you can only control your life you know um my uh like you 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 know the term uh don't 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 bite more than you can chew you know um so that's that's what i live by don't don't do too much you get overwhelmed you know 
Um, I live by that. And I live by uh, what one of my coaches told me. Um, life is about uh, life is 10 percent of what you do and 90 percent of how you react to what happens around you. You know, I, I talk about why well, I, I think about my reactions and how they'll affect me and other people. Um, and I just take everything day by day. Uh, I relate everything to basketball because ba I've been playing basketball since I was, you know, four years old. So, I mean, we, we talk about scoring. Right. But how do you score? Right. You. You have to learn how to dribble first. You have to learn how to shoot. You have to learn how to not travel. You got to learn the rules of the game before you get good at the game. Or like setting up a play. How did he get this open shot? Well, he ran off of three picks and he set a pin down himself. And it's a lot of steps in between to get into a bigger goal, you know? So I, I take every day um, when I wake up, hour by hour, minute by minute, you know? And I, I just slow things down. I try not to just get to the the end of the day because I have 24 hours in a day. So let's use them all. Let's let's try to be as 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 productive and useful as we can and develop as much as we can in these 24 hours. Not don't do too much and and don't uh don't do too much and don't do don't do nothing, you know? Um be productive and and be aware of what you can do and what you cannot do and know what you have to work on and um, that's, that's really it. I mean, I just take every day, day by day. That's something that's gotten me through life because I mean, I used to just be a, uh, man, I got to do this, forget what's in between. I got to do this, you know? And then when something happens in between that maybe takes it off course, like, oh, shit. Um, it's like, wow, like I didn't expect this to happen. You got to prepare for everything. You know, you got to prepare for everything in between. So that's just how, that's how I take life. I mean, even outside of basketball. That's all I say, like, period. I mean, just just relax, plan stuff out, know what you have to do, and take it step by step and go through. Don't skip any steps. Relax and take your time. Yeah, I mean, I feel like sometimes it, it can be hard to find a good balance between taking everything day by day and viewing your life holistically and looking into the future because, obviously, we all look into the future. We're all thinking about what's next in store but at the end of the day you can't control any of the shit that potentially could happen the literally the only thing you can control is what you're doing right now in this moment you can't even control the past you can't even control what already happened so i feel like people get too caught up in things they can't control it kind of drives them crazy it kind of throws them throws them off the wall and they can't appreciate the moment. They can't appreciate what they could be doing right now instead of dwelling on shit that happened or worrying about shit that potentially could happen in the future. So it's it's all about balance in that sense. But I want to know your thoughts on your journey from the from an aspect that you're, you're not going to have everyone believing in you. You're not going to have everyone thinking what you're doing is the right thing to do in your life. And it's not fair because no one else should get a vote in that but you. Talk to me about how it is hard kind of dealing with friends and family, not seeing that vision that you see um, for yourself in, in your journey. Yeah, uh, it's tough. Um, I've, I've dealt with it with my with my friends and my family. Um, but you you have to uh, you have to understand that it's your journey. It's nobody else's. So um and and you you have to live and die with your decisions and i mean you got to live with no regrets uh so i i do everything the way i want to do it and when i want to do it um 
I I asked for for opinions and I asked for advice. At the end of the day, yeah. But at the end of the day, I'm gonna make my decision. You know, um. So that's that's always how I felt. And I I used to uh I used to really like ask people what should I do and then end up doing it. And then when I would do it and it didn't work out how I wanted it to work out, I would always think, man, I should have just did what I thought I what I felt I should have did. You know, um. So I I never believed in yeah, trust your heart, trust your instincts. But as time went on, yeah, trust your heart, trust your instincts and, and do do what you wanted to do in the first place, because everybody's situation is unique. Everybody's situation is different. Um, you know, people people might say they're going to do something. They their end result and your end result is two different yeah. things. Um, running your I, I I started, you know, as people say, running my own race when I was about 16, 17. And, and just doing what I wanted to do, how I wanted to do it at the pace I'm going to do it at. You're not going to rush me. Um, I'm, I'm going to do it how I want to do it. I'm going to, I'm going to feel good about it at the end of the day. I'm not going to have any regrets about it. Um, so yeah, it's, it's tough when people don't believe in you, but you have to, you have to believe in your work. I've, I've been in the gym a lot shooting by myself, um, or working out by myself. And I believe in myself, you know, because I've one person that's been in the gym with me all the time is me. You know, or one person that's been in my room just chilling by myself is me, you know, so I, I believe in everything that I do, regardless of what what anybody says, regardless of the relationship. You know, I, I know myself. I believe in myself. So it's it's tough because um, you you think like, man, that's like my best friend. He would never say that or she would never say that. And it's like, well, <laughs> They they don't know you how you know yeah. you you know so it's I mean I I talk I'll talk to one of my best friends and they'll tell me something different maybe I didn't want to hear it and I'll just be like oh you're right but I mean you don't you don't know what I'm truly thinking no matter how and that's that's just with humans in general no matter how much you express it or no matter how much you tell somebody they're never gonna truly understand what you're saying they can under they can try to understand and they can even get the concept. But they might not understand like the passion, the emotion behind yeah. it, and your meanings behind it. You know, um, so yeah, that's that's why like I I don't really you know trip anymore about people who who talk about my decisions or or uh, or anything like that because I mean they're my decisions at the end of the day. So I mean I'll, I'll tell you what I'm about to do. I'll explain it to you as much as you need me to but i'm going to make the decision and it's way easier to live with your decision when once you when you make it for yourself even if shit doesn't end up working out the way that you want it to you can still feel good about it you you, you won't have any regrets of damn i should have obviously you're going to be like damn maybe i should have done this but at the end of the day you're not going to have any regrets because you'll still learn from the situation or at least you should to the point where you know what to do next time. You know how to go about it next time. Um, that's just kind of how I see it. I see it as a win-win, honestly. Like, if shit doesn't happen, cool. I learned something from it, and I can move on accordingly. I mean, I've always seen it as uh, some losses aren't losses. They're lessons. That's it. You know? Um, everything, uh, everything's a process. My, my senior quote and my favorite quote now is greatness is a process. It's, it'll take, it takes forever to be great. You know, it's it's not you don't wake up one morning and just become the best shooter in your in your uh in your area, let alone the state, let alone the country. You know, it takes a lot of hours or 
you don't wake up and become the best, uh, like the best content creator where you're at. You know, you just got to keep working at it. And it, it takes a while, but when you, you know, when you see yourself putting in those hours, regardless of what anybody says, you can say, man, I put in hours that nobody's seen. I put in work that nobody's seen. So I believe in it. And even if it might, even if it doesn't work out how I think it's going to work out, I can always say, I put in the work I learned and I didn't give up on it because such and such said, yeah, don't do that anymore. Cause it's not, it's not going to work out anyway. Yeah. You know? So, I mean, we, we both wouldn't be here where we are right now. If we, if we, you know, did what other people told us to do, we wouldn't, wouldn't be, be here. here. So, yeah, for, for me personally, it took a lot to kind of get out of that, man. I don't think people understand how, how difficult that can be, especially growing up in a certain environment to where these people tell you what to do and you do it. Or you, you, you take their advice into heavy consideration. But when, when you break out of that, you just feel so free, man. You just feel so much better about your life and the things that you're doing it's it's a it's a feeling that i can't really explain you would just have to experience it type 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 shit but i mean um i've never so i mean and think like this is crazy because like we we went to the same high school we played basketball together um you know we had a guy there before me that was i mean better than me i guess uh but he didn't end up playing college basketball. Um, and when I got up, when it was my my time up to bat, uh, a lot of people said, you can't do it. He didn't do it, so you can't do it, you know? And I I kind of, um, <laughs> I don't know if you know a lot about boxing, but um, I, I talked to, I talked to my granddad about it. I felt like Ali, when he got back from, when he got back from his band on, from not going yeah. to Vietnam, like, <laughs> You're not what you think you are anymore. You you haven't played and we haven't seen you play in two years and you're not that you're not who you think you are and you'll never be this. So when I got up, I was like, oh, yeah, I can't. I'm not going to let anybody tell me nothing. I'm just going to do what I want to do and how I want to do it. And I'm going to let everybody yeah. hear it. And I mean, I was probably the most annoying kid on that on that campus. I let everybody know because, I mean, I'm putting in a lot of work. <laughs> And my work is showing too, and oh man, I made people sick. And you could you couldn't tell me anything. Oh yeah, you're not gonna play basketball. You're not gonna play no college ball. Oh, I bet I do. <laughs> I bet I do, and I bet I do it the way I want to do I, it. I had already left by that point, but I can just imagine how that shit went. <laughs> it was bad. It was it was bad. Everybody was hearing me. Oh, man, I was making people sick, and I I loved every minute of it. I loved every. I had two of my best friends, Chris and Daniel. And they was they was like they was right in my ear too, telling me, "Oh yeah, you can do this for sure." And we was we was running around the campus. They were like, "Yeah, my guy is about to go co play college, and then he's gonna go pro." So I mean, I'm playing college ball right now, and if if God keeps working, which I know He will, I'm gonna be playing pro soon. Yeah. So it, it feels amazing when you just do your own thing and and you get the you get the results that you've been working and praying for. It feels amazing, man. I know I asked you a bunch of questions, bro. Did you have any questions for me at all? Um. Yeah, so I, I know I said I, I want to go pro. So where do you see yourself going with this? Um, like you're, you know, you're content creating. Like where do you see yourself? Going um, I like that question a lot, but I see myself doing a, a whole bunch of different things. That's 
that's the thing with me. I feel like it can be a downfall, but it can be a blessing at the same time. I want to do multiple different things. I just don't want to be nailed down to one thing specifically. But just to be in talk in general, I want to have my own space to talk about sports and to interview athletes, to get insights on the respective sport they play and just kind of connect the athlete, connect the sport they're playing with the audience, with a regular kid who looks up to these athletes, looks up to these um, sports figures. And I feel like that's a beautiful connection to make because that's kind of where I was at at one point. Obviously, if you play sports growing up, you want to make a big league. You want to get to a certain level to where all these stars are that you see on TV. And when you don't get there, it does kind of suck. But you do still want to stay around the game. And I think this is the best way for me to help other kids stay connected to the game. And it helps me get stay connected to sports as well. Basketball and football are, are both my passions. And I'm a firm believer in doing your passion regardless of what it is regardless of how much money you're making because once you get to a certain point with your passion if you love it so much you're willing to get better at it you're willing to put in the work to it that means that you're more than likely going to get better at whatever your passion is and once you get better at something newsflash the more money you're going to end up making so the money's going to work itself out regardless, I think. So I think just following your passion is the main thing. And that's what that's what I'm a that's what I'm going to do. And that that comes with this sports stuff. I want to work for myself one day when it comes to this, because there's a certain vision I have that I wouldn't be able to fulfill if I was just under someone the entire time. Now being under someone for a certain amount of time, learning from them, picking their brain, that's fine. But at the end of the day, I have a bigger goal. I have a bigger why um, for me in my life. So I'm going to continue to do this, hopefully to get it on a bigger stage um, to to where I'm able to do this for myself. Plus the, the podcast that I'm doing right now, I'm so passionate about self-improvement and mental health and things of that nature. And I've made a lot of strides in my life when it comes to mental health and all the above. And I feel like I can help other people with their journey along the way as well. So it's, 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 it's a beautiful thing, man. I love it. No, I, I feel that bro. I mean, I, I definitely, especially with that last part you said about, about the mental health, like, um, I, I'm, I mean, I'm a psych major now. I just switched this semester um, just so I could, if I, you know, because the ball is going to stop dribbling at one point, you know, so um, just so I could help younger, younger athletes with their, with their mental health. Because um, like I said earlier, there's going to be days where, you know, maybe you're, you're, if you're playing football, you're not coming off the line as quick as you were the day before, or if you're playing basketball, your jumper just feels, it feels like you've never touched a basketball before. So helping, like, I, I feel that. Cause like it, you go through a lot yeah. of things, you know, you go through a, 
a lot of you go in a lot of dark places, especially you know if you're if you're going through it by yourself. So I, I feel that like I've I've had to really you know start like meditating and just chilling and realizing like, hey man, it's it's just one day. Like it's it's all right. You know, it's it's not the end of the world. So I, I feel that, man. Like your your mental health is a, a big part of 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 any process, you know? It's it's a big part of any process. Um my my next question is um when you first started, did you did you expect to get cause I see you around pros. Like you were just in San Antonio for the for the XFL championship, yeah. right? Um and like you're you're a big name, like you know, especially especially like you doing this. It seemed like you started this like pretty you know pretty recently. Like, did you expect to get where you were, where where you are this fast? Honestly, no. With the process, with with the things that I do, there's a lot of ups and downs to it. Like a lot of ups and downs, more than a normal career or anything like that. So it's like one day the views are going to come next day. The views might not come one day. You might get engagement. The next day you might not. And the only thing I could do is just keep on making content. It's just to keep on pursuing interviews. It's just to keep on pursuing, um, episodes to make. Right. And those are the only things I can control. Everything else is out of my hands. So when I finally started, gaining traction on all my platforms it really started to feel good getting consistent views consistent engagement consistent love from from people and i will say that the video when i posted when i met the rock that shit was nuts bro and the the best part about that was not just meeting the rock but it was just like to be in that position in the first place you feel me like I told people because when I when I posted that, everyone was telling me about. It, everyone was asking me about it. How was it? How'd you meet him? All this other stuff, and I was so excited. But the other emotion I had was just pure joy. In that moment, if I if I wasn't so caught up in that moment of meeting The Rock, I would have started tearing up. And people say, "Why?" I'm like, "Well, I was. I'm thinking about." When that shit really settled and hit me, bro, I was just thinking about the journey it got to even get to this point, bro. Like, all the stuff I went through mentally, all the stuff I went through to get to this point, bro. Crazy. And I'm like, damn, I'm I'm so happy for myself that I didn't stop, that I didn't just cave in to my struggling mental health at one point. You know, because I could I could just mail could have just mailed it in and just gave up and all this other stuff. But I was just like, no, I'm gonna stop feeling sorry for myself in this life. I'm gonna stop, you know, um, looking at other people saying, why are they here and why am I here, and just start putting into work and stop stop crying. You know, so that was a big moment for me, man. And not only did it obviously blow up on my page, I think it's damn near at thirty mil right now some i would never expected but it brought attention to my other content that i make as well like the other reels that i've made um a reel that i made that i I handcrafted myself is at a mil or two mil right now um there's other videos that are at 100 200 right now and i'm like damn i'm really happy that i 
posted it and left it up because you know some people whenever they post something and it doesn't get any views they'll just delete it or archive it i'm glad i just kept it going kept posting kept it up there even if it wasn't getting views to where when your when your page blows up boom your stuff is all out there right yeah so no i dig i dig that bro that's 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 beautiful bro i mean people people like i mean see where like see where i'm at or see where you're at and they just think like dang like that's crazy like he's he's right there but the journey is so yeah. ugly bro like the the process of getting to and the crazy thing i know with you and i know for sure with me um we're not even halfway to it, where we bro it the the scariest part that i'm so excited about is just the beginning yeah it's just like we're i i just turned 21 and yeah 22 um we like bro like it, we're we're literally like just starting to get going like we're just getting the ball rolling and it's it's like the but the, yeah the process is so is. ugly though like it's it's terrible like i i love it i love it but if i could like maybe like there's there'll be some days and i know the same for you like maybe when it comes to you wake up and you're like man i'm not trying to edit today bro like i'm i'm just want to i just want to cool it and just chill there'll be days there'll be some days i'll, I'll wake up and i look at my phone and it's like oh yeah uh work out a thousand shots at 11 uh at 11 a.m and it's like man i'm not trying to do that today but it's like to get to where you want to go, you got to do it, you know? So, I mean, you, when you talk about like, I mean, it's when people say like, man, like that, why that get you so emotional? It's like, dog, if you saw the steps I took to get here, yeah. man, like it's, it's bad. So I, I definitely, I definitely dig what you're saying. Who are, who are some of your, like your inspirations? Like, I mean, um, in entertainment and just in life period like who do you who do you look up to and who pushes you i'd be remiss if i didn't start this off with kobe because i mean that's just undeniable right there i don't even have to explain it you know just the what's the word i guess just the dedication that it takes to be great to be not only successful but great like he even said to himself, greatness is using your success to impact other people. Like, whatever field you're in, the success that you have, and you're able to touch other people, like, mentally, emotionally, if you're able to do that, you're fucking great. And that's the point where I want to get to eventually, but Kobe's definitely one of them. Um such a hard worker so dedicated so focused i want to get to that point where i'm that locked in because i know there's a lot of days like we mentioned that you're just not as locked in as you should be and i'm just trying to get to that point so obviously kobe is a big 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 inspiration um and honestly bro i'll say athletes in general dude be, be just because it took it takes so much for them just to get to the point to where they're at and for them to put in all that work that no one sees for them to do shit even no one believes in them it's just it's just it gives me the chills i'll go back i'll go watch like motivational 
quotes or interviews, stuff like that from athletes. And that shit will fire me up, dude, to get me going. There's there's content creators out there that kind of gave me inspiration to start getting myself out there more in terms of overall content creation. You remember Cash Nasty, bro? He He's one of my guys, bro, because back then I wasn't as confident as I am now. And that kind of held me back in making content and doing the things I want to do. Because if you remember, like, I wanted to start doing this shit in high school, bro. Like, we talked, even we talked about making, like, a, a basketball podcast back then. But I was just like, uh, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. and I think it was really because I never had the confidence in it. Seeing, Seeing how confident Cash was really helped me out, too. And just to just say, fuck it. I'm going to express myself however I want to. And whatever it is after that, however you feel, it doesn't really matter because he's going to make millions of views anyway. And there's a lot of other inspirations, man. But you know what really inspires me, though, out of anything is where I started, bro. Where I started. Like, all the other shit that I just mentioned to the side, where I started from, bro. That's the inspiration. And that coupled with the vision I have for myself of where I want to be, it's like, gives me the chills, dude, just thinking about it. It's just like, it's it's such a beautiful journey to be on, dude. Like, I wouldn't trade it for anything. The ups, the downs, the depression that that was back then, I wouldn't trade it for anything. And it just motivates me to just get better. You're you're close to graduation, right? So... Um, next year is your last year. Ah, uh, this year is my last year. I graduate in December. Yeah. Okay, so this year is your last year. So how does it feel to be? It feels good, man. Um, the same thing with that too. What I, I I told myself this watching other people graduate this past week or so. I was like, damn. Once I graduate, I'm gonna actually tear up because at at at, at high school graduation, I didn't tear up, but. Most of the people in my class were crying and we weren't even that close of a class, like for real. But most of the people were, were were crying at the high school grad. I was just like, damn, why? Like I was chilling. <laughs> I was like, I'm happy to get out of here, bro. <laughs> but yeah, I was just chilling. But I feel like graduating from college is gonna hit a lot different because I I was in college when COVID happened and all this shit's going on in the world and you still have to stay focused hey you still have an assignment to turn in you still have this to do you have to have this to do and it's like damn but there are a lot of moments where I, I didn't think i'd get through a lot of that stuff either and it just feels so good knowing that damn i'm one more semester away from closing a whole chapter of, of my life no i feel yeah. the same way bro like i mean i'm I'm far from it, but well, I got like two years, but it's like, man, like when it's a wrap, like you, you're going to start like realizing like, oh, this is the final yeah. buzzer I'm in here. This is the final, this is the last <laughs> final I'm taking. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's going to be the last spring break. Like it's, it's all that type of stuff. And I, I, I didn't get to, I mean, in high school, I really didn't get that feeling because it all just came to a halt. Yeah. So it was like literally just an email, <laughs> like, no more high school. Okay. Like, yeah. It's, and it's like, dad, like, I really didn't get to feel the feeling. Even like, um, like 
didn't get the feeling to be like, oh, it, like it was, it was during spring break. Like it's our last spring break. Yeah, like we didn't get any of that. I I will say enjoy enjoy it while it's here, bro. Enjoy it for sure. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna take it. I'm gonna take advantage of, of everything in front of me, bro. All the moments, you know, all the moments. Because I mean, everything yeah. only happens once. So take it, take advantage of it while it's in front of you. Um, last question. Uh, if not this, then what? Like if if not podcasting, if not doing media, if not mm -hmm. sports, then what? Like what would you what would you be into? Am I cheating the question by saying that's not gonna happen? I'm saying like uh not saying like this would stop, but I'm saying like if you if you never had the uh this outlet, like if you never if you never discovered this outlet, then then what would where do you where would Shit. you see yourself um, at right now? Damn. If I never had this. You're so invested, bro. Like, you know, I'll have you answer the question, the same question, too. But for me, shoosh. you know, I always had a passion for helping people, man. Yeah. Knowing that, like, I'm so invested into what I do now. It's like you don't see anything else, bro. And you know how you know how it feels. You know what's crazy? I'm I'm taking a lot of psych classes right now, and it's it's so fucking interesting. I think I might minor in psychology actually, by the time because I've taken so many classes, I might be take I might I might be doing something in psychology or something. And you know what? I always had a thought at the back of my mind like, oh, damn, what if I develop myself to be a coach? Yeah, hey, I'll let you right. I'll let you know right now that coaching stuff, boy, is. It's a it's it's a yeah. brand new world and you might you might not it's like it's like being a parent a little bit. <laughs> um just from what my parents told me. Like dealing like cause I'm the youngest of six and like I think we kinda all act the same, but my mom will tell me, yo, y'all are all super different. Like y'all think y'all yeah. are the same. Like y'all are all very different. Like in um, she, like, I can even tell, like, as I grew older, like, oh, yeah, like, you wouldn't talk to me the same way you would talk to Kylan, you know, or you talk, you would have individual conversations with us about the same thing, but you would come yeah. at us differently, you know, so we all understand. So that's how it is with coaching, bro. So even if you, if you ever go into coaching, like, just imagine 15 kids with totally <laughs> different personalities. Yeah. It's just like, like, you got to manage them all. So it's. It's an amazing thing, bro. Like, I, I can see you, you know what? I, I was talking to my homie a couple weeks ago, actually, and I was just like, damn, the day the day I get kids is going to be so fucking crazy because I'm going I'm to try to get them into some type of sport. It doesn't have to be basketball, but it can just be any type of sport, like just coaching, coaching their YMCA team or something like that. That's 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 a good that's a goal of mine that I have like down the road. I feel that. I feel that. I, I couldn't do it because I'd be breaking clipboards. So <laughs> I, I couldn't do it. But and I'm 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 too I'm too competitive. YMCA don't be keeping score and everybody gets yeah, the medals. Type I, fit, yeah. uh, I, need, I need the I need the big <laughs> first place on Winner go home. Playing. Yeah, winner go home. We we not yeah. playing just to play. <laughs> we we something gotta be on the table. But no, nah, I dig that. If bro. not hoops, I, then I, what, bro? Uh, Man, if not hoops, then baseball. 
or football or whatever. But if not sports at all, probably, I mean, I, I think I'd be like a, a school a school guidance counselor, honestly. Mm-hmm. But like, that's just something I've I've always wanted to do because my guidance counselors uh, were a big part in in my life. But honestly, I can't see myself not playing basketball. Like, uh, even if I told my I told my mom this, and you you've watched White Man Can't Jump, I'm just gonna be like Billy Hoyle, have a pair of shoes and a a, a car, and just travel around the country playing basketball. That's literally all I'm gonna do, you know. So I I can't see myself not playing basketball. But if I if I wasn't Playing basketball, I'd probably be, you know, something to do with psychology, like a, a, a high school guidance counselor and helping kids out with, you know, with their the problems that because it's the problems that they go through in their life at that age. Because, I mean, speaking for for myself um, and uh, I'd like you to put in your personal um, thoughts on this. High school was a really vulnerable time for me, you know, and it was a really like it felt like I was my thoughts about things and about life was changing every day. Um, so, and, and things I thought that were, weren't, and things I thought that weren't, were, you know? So I just want to be that, like that person in that, in that kid's life that helps them, you know, go through it. Cause I mean, it's a, that time's crazy. It's, it's real hectic. You're, you're around the same people every day and they're changing too, you know? So, yeah, no, no, I definitely can add on to that high school definitely is the most vulnerable time because everything is changing 14 through 18 you're just so much going on mentally so much going on physically friends social social groups your body's changing everything's changing you're starting to figure out what you like and what you don't like it's a lot of it's a lot of stuff that goes on in a in a high schoolers mind that it can be hard to process so many different things at once. So that that's, that's a really good Avenue. Honestly, I can, I can see that. Uh, I want to get, I want to get into that, uh, that career um, after I'm done playing basketball and, and, you know, help, help kids out and help them reach their, their full potential, you know, and, and know that they're, they're more than, yeah. you know, they more than what they think they are. They can be that's they that's, be. that's great, bro. bro. I really am grateful to have seen this um, this journey of yours, man. And hopefully, it just keeps on growing and growing and growing nonstop, bro. Like I like like we mentioned earlier, man. You you're you were at the school that I just shut down. So I want to ask, what's next in your journey, man? Well, we're taking it day by day, so. I mean, right now we're we're just reaching out to schools, and some schools are are reaching back out, um, and we're just trying to collect the offers and get as many options as we can. Um, we meaning me, my friends, my family, uh, and we're just you know we're just thankful that that we were in this position in the first place that we had a school we could go to, you know. Um, now it's just all a all a matter of finding another school. Um, so. Yeah, just taking it day by day. I mean, my my next thing, my next big thing is I'm going to uh, Massachusetts to go coach. So um, I'll I'll do that, and then hopefully maybe before then or or during I'll make my decision and I'll be somewhere playing next year. But I have no I have no worries that I'll be playing that I won't be playing basketball next year. Um, I I can't see me 
not playing anywhere in my future. Uh, I don't see that. I think I'll, I think I'll have a home. It's all just about finding the right fit. Uh, Madai was the perfect fit. Uh, I love the culture there. I love the city. Um, but unfortunately it's no, it's no longer a thing, which is, which is fine. I mean, you know, not every, not everything is in my hands. You know, a lot of things aren't in my hands. So I just have to live life just like everybody else lives life. And I, I can't be jealous and just think about me because it affected a lot more people than just me, you know? So, um, yeah, me and my teammates are just chopping it up every day, just like we would in person. And we're just texting and talking and, you know, throwing feelers out and getting each other in contact with coaches and helping each other out. That's, that's really it. And, you know, so I, my next step is, you know, get offers, get a lot of options, talk with my family, um, and make a decision as as far as the grand scheme of things, as far as like where I'll go to school, just relax and, you know, make a decision. That's great, man. I'm I'm happy for you, man, for real, because I've seen, you know, I've seen it, you know, I've, I've seen the journey, bro. And I really, I really appreciate it because seeing other people win, seeing other people do great and grow, honestly, there's there's almost nothing that motivates me more than that like in the best way possible, you know, because it forces me to be like, okay, let's get on my, let me get on my game now. Let me elevate myself now. I want, I want to be great too. You know, all of us want to be great in a sense, but it's just a matter of who's going to be able to put in the work and seeing other people do, do their thing. Do they do what they do? It's just like, damn, like, let's get it. You feel me? But I appreciate you having, uh, taking the time to hop on man appreciate you so much for hopping on this podcast is there anything you want to leave the audience off with any piece of advice you want to just add on to to the end of this be i actually got this tattooed on be you in every moment don't don't change yourself at all in any in any type of circumstance or scenario uh be you all the time and and don't change for anybody and don't have any regrets on on your decisions and don't let anybody um, try to influence your decisions negatively, you know, only, only bring in positive energy and, you know, and don't, don't feel bad when people, uh, try to chastise you for not, you know, for not having them in your life. If they bring negative energy, know, know your, you know, know what you want to do and stay positive to it and stick. Stay Simple to as it. that, man. Literally. Um, Ian, appreciate you for, for being on, man. Um, for those of y'all watching, make sure to like, comment, share, subscribe to the channel for more content like this, more interviews, um, and things of that nature. So I uh, love and appreciate every single one of y'all who show me, um, a great amount of support on, on, on this stuff, man. It really means a lot for me. A lot goes into it that y'all don't see, but it really means a lot. So with that, I'm going to wrap this thing up, um, be different. Be a wonderful one. I'm out. Peace. Peace.